Welcome to the Nerdy Rat. Only several months late, we'll be giving you our review of Aquaman. Um, we're going to talk about lots of adventures with our own pet rats and some local animal news. So here we go. Welcome, everybody, to the Nerdy Rat. Yes, we are trying to be more regular. Yeah, well. With our podcasts. Yeah, we do, yeah, have regular podcasts. <laughs> yeah, that may you, have come you out said, a little wrong. You said, I know, let's yeah, just move on. So we're on. trying to have more frequent podcasts. We're going to try and stick to the once a month. Yeah, at least, at least, at least. And we at might least. push ourselves to, to try to do a little more because there's so many great movies coming out this month. Shazam, oh, Avengers, yeah, Endgame. We're going to be pretty... We, we should probably talk about some previews too. Well, yeah, but we have a lot of nerdy stuff. But why don't we jump in so, with some of our rat stuff? Yeah, so uh, where do we want to start with? Oh, we lost Squeakers. Yeah, we had to get Squeakers put down. She, yeah. If you remember, she was the older girl from the pair of Twilight Fosters and we had just had to put Pumpkin down last month because Pumpkin got um what's it called that neurological thing uh, pituitary, pituitary tumor pituitary right pituitary tumor which yeah. is pretty uncommon pretty common for unspayed rats yeah, and that's the reason why we try to get them all spayed but if yeah. you don't get them spayed by like six to nine months. No, four to six, Dr. Foster four to said. Six? Mm -hmm. Four, really, four. But yeah. you can maybe get it squeaked by up to six months. Yeah, so if you don't get it between the four to six months range, it doesn't help getting it later in life. So they hadn't been spayed earlier in life. So we didn't yeah, they were, they were get twilight. them spayed. And I believe something similar happened to Squeaker. She had a tumor. We could actually see it. Um, because th her eye was like like uh, protruding a little bit. Well, it was protruding, but you could see the tumor. Yeah. On it because it was pressing up against the one eye. Yeah. And when we saw that, we knew it was uh, it was time. And again, it came on really quick because she'd been doing just fine. And actually, um, you know, she was really sad after losing Pumpkin. But we talked last podcast. I know about um Han being her little sleepover buddy. Oh and yeah. We got her fully integrated into the silly squad cage, and um, she was a little shy with Chip and he was a little bossy sometimes but we were working on that we were doing a lot of snuggling in the pouch and her and Han would just always be hanging out in the empty soda box in the yeah, bottom of the she cage wasn't, she wasn't alone for the last no. few weeks of her life she so was very was, happy that was good that we were able to get them in yeah. there together yeah that she was a happy girl yeah <laughs> I forgot that we were doing the sleepovers with Han yeah <laughs> We didn't want her to be all by herself after, yeah. after Pumpkin, pumpkin died. Yeah, because we had started intros with Pumpkin and Squeakers, but we hadn't finished mm -hmm. him when Pumpkin uh, pumpkin suddenly went. So And Han's very gentle, too. He is so a he's good uh, boy. He is so sweet. You can sweet. pretty much put him in with anybody, and mm -hmm. he's fine. He can get along. Everybody loves Han. Yeah, so now we're, we're, we've decided we're going to adopt the four... Foster babies. Foster boys. The, They're the boys. The pink-eyed whites. Yes. And we got them all neutered. We had a little bit of a complication with uh, Braveheart. Braveheart, mm -hmm. you're the the most outgoing of the four. Yes, that's um, why his name is Braveheart because well, he was so brave. But you literally named them all all after the same character. Well, no, not not no the same actor, but not the same character well, because 
Braveheart and William Wallace are the same character. And they are played by Mel Gibson. So our third rat is Mel. So that's the actor. But the fourth one is Max. So that's Mad Max. That's not William Wallace or Braveheart. That's a different well, character. Well, it's the same actor. This yes, it's the same actor. But I'm just, I'm, I'm okay. nitpicking over yeah. semantics. So, yeah. <laughs> but that was only because I named Braveheart Braveheart because he was so freaking brave and cute. And I was yeah. like, oh, your name is Braveheart. And so then I had to name, there was a second bravest one. So I called the second bravest one William Wallace. And then I was like, well, they all look alike. So they all ought to have a name from the same theme. Yeah. So Mel and Max. There you go. <laughs> yeah. And I have to point out to our listeners, I don't know if we pointed this out last episode. I don't know if we had talked about their names last episode. But when we were growing up in the 90s, Mel Gibson was still cool. So, I mean, <laughs> don't judge us for the Mel Gibson names. Well, he was like in He was, he was in at the everything. height. Oh, I know. He I mean, was he like was in the... he was like the top acting star yeah because i mean he was in all the all the lethal weapon movies yeah he was in um like ransom mad max, mad max braveheart like he was like ransom king was of the box l- office was even later yeah ransom like, was a little later but that was still when he was making good movies like yeah like if if they had made avengers in in the right. 80s he would have been like tony oh, stark totally something. he probably totally would have been tony stark yeah or the hulk i could yeah. see him being the hulk so maybe not so much the scientist but <laughs> so yeah, so we were we got the boys all neutered, and Braveheart had a complication yeah. that we noticed um, when I got home from my uh, he my was trip. out of town. Oh, so okay, so I had noticed it a little bit that they were um, our doctor gave them what is it those sutures that disintegrate, right? Yeah, she uses a suture that has this like antibiotic in it. And oh, it, and it's, okay. And it's, uh, yeah, so it like it's designed, heals it as it It's designed dissolves. to absorb and it's supposed to prevent. But okay. apparently some of the rats, like she said like one in 10 or something. No, one be, in 100. Or one, one in 100. Can be like allergic to it. Yeah. Or have a reaction to it. And Braveheart did. So yeah. what ended up happening was a big hole opened where the where they she had used it. And that ended up like it was just kind of like dead tissue. And we took them back in. She had to go in and debride it. and uh, Which means clean it out yeah, if you don't know. Like, she gets all the all the Gunk. necrotic tissue <laughs> yeah. and the pus out of there. Mm-hmm. And then she had us put them on uh, oral antibiotics and then gave us a, a, an ointment to put on it. And mm-hmm. then you just leave it open and it kind of heals from the inside yeah. out. So like, yeah, and it after that it healed really quickly. Like it, it did. It was like three or four days. It was almost completely closed. Yeah, and he could have had a situation where she would have needed to clean it out again, but fortunately he yeah. didn't. She so so when he had the reaction, I just wanted to say that at first I thought it was just the suture disintegrating because there was mm-hmm. like a tiny little black spot, and I'm like, why does that look black? And I was checking all the other rats, and I'm like, well, everybody's are dissolving right now, so that's probably. I was like, I'll mm-hmm. keep an eye on it, but. Then I got a little distracted because Matt was out of town and he was coming home. And so it was literally though only two days later when Matt came home and we looked at it and he had this huge patch of black scaly crud like half hanging off his stomach. And I mean, it was like bigger than a quarter. It was probably like a half dollar size. Yeah. And it was frightening. It's like this huge black scab. And for it to happen that fast when only like two days ago he had been fine. Yeah. It really scared me. I felt like a terrible mother. I felt awful. Yeah. Post-surgery, you just want to kind of check on it every day. And the thing was, it did like 
because all the other ones kind of had like one little piece of the suture just hanging out. Right. And that just falls out on its own eventually. Right. And right. That's and fine. that's that's kind of what I thought was happening, yeah. but I should have seen, checked him every day. I've seen sometimes too, they'll get like a pocket of pus under oh, the skin okay. and then that'll sometimes later on it'll come to the surface and oh, kind of okay. burst. Yeah. And that's like the same kind of situation where you just mm-hmm. have to drain it and sometimes she has to go back in and clean it out. Yeah. So it's if, the same thing. So Yeah, so it's good. I learned my lesson. Just check them every single day after surgery. Yeah, and it's always a good idea in general to to try yeah. and check your rats over, feel them for any lump. Mostly looking for lumps. But also listening but for like also, respiratory yeah, issues. Yeah, you want to listen. You want to make sure that they're not that they're not uh, listless or like not. Yeah, because like how like with the tumors, that, right? With yeah. pumpkin and with pu- well, and squeakers too. With squeakers too, she seemed fine, but then we put her down. And she was just kind of listless. She just kind of laid there. She just laid there. Yeah, she was very. And that's when I noticed the 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 tumor tumor under her eye. So, yeah, if change in behavior is something you always want to get checked out, and you always want to make sure for, especially with rats, because they can get tumors very quickly and they can grow very quickly too. Yeah. Now I think we talked about Winnie, our little hunchback of Notre Dame, (laughs) who uh, she's still doing fine. She's got a big inoperable tumor. It's like over her back spine and yeah. it's just she's literally a hunchback yeah but she's fine and actually i had asked um our vet how will i know when it's getting uncomfortable for her because right now she's not in any pain which is why we're, we haven't put her down because she's fine but um so the vet said her legs would start dragging as it can happen like with the neurological disorder or I would notice that like she was pooping on herself a lot mm-hmm. and like she would just seem really miserable. Yeah. So that's what we're going to keep watching for with her and make sure that yeah, and we, it's gotten a we little bit her. bigger, but it's, yeah. it it's a little bigger, have, but it's not yeah, ginormous. It, it doesn't seem to be hindering her at this point. Yeah. And she's completely, I guess fine it's right inoperable now. because it's in the, the muscle um, I think because it's either in the muscle or the nerves. She said it yeah. was too closely packed in there, so yeah. she couldn't get it out. Yeah. So. Yep. So and let's see. We've we've been working on doing the intros with the four babies now to the silly squad, and uh, that's been going pretty well. Yeah, we've just been doing time in the wall together. And yeah. They, they interact. Uh, now, Chip seems to be the head honcho. Oh yes. Oh, that yes. cage. So he's the one that's always gonna provide <laughs> problems, and he seems to do okay with them. He will. He, he will did pin hold one, them, pin them down, yeah. and groom them and stuff. But yeah, he hasn't been biting anybody or anything like that. I so think that's good. I I think they're all a little bit more receptional, reception, receptive, receptive. Thank you <laughs> to to them because they're so young still because they're babies. And yeah, you, yeah. You like put them next to each other and they're like, oh, they're so tiny. I know. Even Winnie looks like a giant. And she's our tiny little girl. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's been going pretty well. Although, like there was one day when Han got a little startled. I think one of the boxes in the wall fell over or something. And then he started yeah. being a little aggressive, which is crazy because Han is never aggressive. But I think again he had just gotten startled. But yeah, I've seen Chip pin pin them, and I don't like. I want to let them sort it out, so I try not to interfere. But at the same time, like I don't want him to stress yeah, the babies you, out and scare them to death. You have to you have to watch and see yeah. if they start getting really aggressive, or if the babies start getting really scared. Yeah. You know, and sometimes it's just like that's enough for the day. You just yeah. need to take them out and just and do it a little back. bit at a time. I, I think the slower you can do it, the better because mm-hmm. eventually you're going to have to put them all together and there's going to be fights and you're just going to have to let them work it out. But the more time that you can do ahead of time before 
yeah. actually doing that, the more they've had to interact before then, I think the easier it can be. Yeah, and you definitely don't want to rush it. And I mean, we've had times where we even thought we had done enough time outside of the cage and it still wasn't enough time. Yeah, we, so, had, to, we had to go back and yeah. start over. Mm-hmm, do more. Just because they were they were getting too too violent. Too mean inside the cage, yeah. you know. So So do we want to talk about our problem child? Oh my God. He's a he's a no we shouldn't call him problem child. He's he's well, a special he's, needs he's child. Special he, he's, he's he's a, a gifted, he's child. A gifted child. He's exceptionally right. smart. We're talking so about Lando. Lando is our the most fabulous rat in the galaxy and the most ridiculous rat in so the galaxy. When we put him in to, for introductions, generally he'll run around the cage at, at the wall, at, at the wall play room. Run around yeah. the wall at high at like top speed for a few minutes. Uh huh. Maybe he'll sniff some of the babies and then he immediately jumps out of the wall mm-hmm. and then climbs up the the first thing he can see. Right. And right then, now it happens to be some other cages that we have close to the wall that are empty, mm-hmm. which I opened the doors on so he could run in and play. And that kept him occupied for maybe like two minutes Well, well we used <laughs> before to he just, got bored. We used to just let him when we would be cleaning the cage or feeding yeah. them or something. We'd let him run around the top of the cages and that was The top enough. of the double critter nations. Yeah. yeah. But, but now, now he gets up on the raptors. Yeah, so we have a and basement, and, and it's hardwood above us. So he he gets up like in the rafters, and then he'll run back and forth. I know, but he and can thank only go God. so far. Yeah, thank God, because there's like a joist that goes all the way up, yeah. so he can only get between the two joists. But it, it's the oh first time God. he got up there. I was like, well, we were trying to get him down. So I got a cookie, uh, an animal cracker uh-huh. to give him to try and try lure, and lure him, down. him. And he just he just goes up and grabs it from he me. Snatched it. And then runs back Net to eat it. That didn't have a good enough grip on then it. Like, <laughs> so we finally got him down after that. And then like a week later, he's back up there again. And he's got a cookie. And I'm like, where did you get that cookie from, <laughs> I know, from, we were Lando? worried it was like five years and, old or something. Like, oh, that's the one they stole from me last week. He went and got it. <laughs> he we could, stashed it. He's like, I got treats up here. I'm going to go... <laughs> I'm going to go get him. He is so ridiculous. He just gets so easily bored. Like as soon as he's figured out how to get to one place, he doesn't want to go there anymore. He wants to go somewhere completely different. Like I've been having trouble snuggling him now in the armchair with the pouch and the other rats because he just jumps on the floor and then he makes a break for it. He's like, I'm going. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. He's like, he's not like nesting or like searching for, he just wants to see where he he can go. He's just like, I'm just going to And the thing is, he's so smart. He loves challenging himself to do really difficult leaps and climbs and like really difficult finagling to get to different places. Like he just, he's like a tag child. And Matt didn't know what that is. But in Maryland, at least in Prince George's County, that's talented and gifted. So those are like the exceptional kids. And it's like, okay, now I was a tag kid. So nobody take offense to this when I say this. Now it's great, but it's very high maintenance. Like, oh my God, I cannot keep this child entertained. Well, Lando is a very high maintenance rat. He's very high maintenance. I feel I like love we him. need to teach him how to sniff out bombs or something. I know. He'd be fantastic in as Africa, one of those bomb sniffing rats. Yeah. Or like a circus rat. I don't know. Circuses are bad. But, but I mean, great. you know, he's he, we love him. But it's I feel bad because I don't know. Sometimes we have to just put him in an empty oh. cage when we're cleaning the cages. I'm like, here, run around <laughs> on the top of this shelf for a I while. Know. We'll come back to you. <laughs> I know. It's like he's in a little playpen sometimes because it's like, Lando, I've been chasing you for 20 minutes and I'm trying to watch the other rats. And <laughs> yeah. So we love him, but he's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's After his namesake. He, we named him well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we love him, though. Mm-hmm. He's so a good boy. You put down some local animal news here. I did. So our 
favorite animal rescue, Poplar Spring Sanctuary. Um, and they're in Maryland, of course, where we are. They recently rescued uh, a dairy cow. And the thing is with dairy cows, which a lot of people don't know, which I didn't know. Sorry. Is that um, they're they're constantly impregnated and then their babies are taken away from them as soon as they're born so that they provide milk and the babies are usually sold for veal. Um, so Maple had had tons of her babies taken away cause she was like a lifelong dairy cow, but somehow she got rescued. I'm not, I forget what the real story is. I'm sorry. I was a little lazy refreshing my memory tonight, but, um, she has been rescued and she has a, a new baby who's only like two weeks old and his name is Grayson. And she was so scared at first that they were going to take Grayson away from her. She even covered him up with straw and tried to hide him Aww. so that they wouldn't take him. And now she's starting to finally trust them and she's realizing he's not going to get taken away. And they are so happy together. But what's really cute is they have a whole pack of cows at Poplar Spring and they're not uh, interacting inside the yard with the rest of the cows yet because he's still so young but the other cows like come up to the fence to meet him and they're like all mooing over him and cooing over him <laughs> and it's so cute and they all give him little kisses and he's just so cute so if you visit their facebook page um which we'll put a link to in the show notes they have so many cute pictures and videos of maple and two-week-old grayson he is adorable and that's why they're vegan I aspire to be vegan, but I don't know if I can ever truly do it. I feel bad saying that, but I mean, I have a lot of chronic health issues and it's hard to get the energy to prepare all the food and mm -hmm. it feels like so much work and I don't know that I'll ever be able to attain to that, but I wish I could be because I don't like cows having their babies stolen away from them. Yeah. So. Well, you don't eat any uh, veal or... Well, no, I don't eat. I don't eat meat. I eat a little bit of seafood now and then, but I don't eat meat. But getting dropping dairy is hard. It is hard. Although I will say, I recently found an almond milk coffee creamer that I actually really like, and it feels so much less gross than like the regular coffee creamers because it doesn't have like the regular coffee creamers. I mean, I guess you could get like half and half, but they're usually like full of crap, not just dairy, but just like crap. And this is just really nice. It's like almond milk and caramel. It's mm -hmm. very good. So, oh, and uh, Poplar Spring also, if you're in the Maryland area, on May 19th, they are having a 5K Run for the Animals fundraiser. So you can sign up for that and get people to pledge money for you and all kinds of stuff and go participate in that. So definitely check them out. We love them. Yeah, they're a very cool yes. animal sanctuary. Yes, they are. That we like to support. Yeah. So. See, what so else we got on uh, this. Is that all we have for animals? For but we talked a lot about our rats. Yeah, <laughs> we had a lot going on with our rats. Yeah, we did. Yeah. And anyway, yeah. we have a lot of Aquaman things to talk about. Actually, people, <laughs> I will let you know, people, we did our homework. We did oh, yeah. research. So, we were like the most thoroughly researched Aquaman so reviewers. We, we finally even though saw, it's like four months late. We saw Aquaman. <laughs> yes, we, we, we rented it and we watched it. The episode of Batman Brave and the Bold that was Aquaman. Yes. And then we watched the Justice League. Justice League. Episode with uh, the Beneath Aquaman. The sea that was the Aquaman story. Yes. And so I feel like we are fully prepared to comment mm -hmm. on this Aquaman movie. And we can say without bias that both the Brave and the Bold and the Justice League episodes, which were 30 minutes, and then the Justice League was two, a two part 30 minute. Um, 
Both of those were like a billion times better than the movie. Well, let me <laughs> let, let me say let, I, let me say some positive yeah, okay, things about the movie. Yeah, okay, some positive things about I, the movie. So I go, liked, you start. I liked I liked the I liked the Jason characters. Momoa. I liked Jason Momoa, yeah. and I liked the the girl who played Mira. Um, I uh, thought they were Amber very likable. I thought they had good chemistry. Mm-hmm. I thought the special effects were really done. I think visually it mm-hmm. looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, the basics of the story were okay. I I think um, Hollywood seems to have a fascination with with origin stories. They just can't do a superhero without giving them, yeah. without doing the origin story first. So yeah. that's kind of whatever it's just like the it's way just, they, they yeah, do the way things it is. i guess yeah my so i liked all of that but it really just i think the writing of this movie just fell apart and oh my god yes like, it's like they turned in a first draft and then they just started shooting the next day like nobody like went over the script or like Hey, let's clean this up or let's clean this up. Does this need to be a three hour movie? Oh my god. Like it it, that movie dragged on and on. It felt longer than Titanic. I mean and and also I felt like they were trying to cram like four different genres of movies into one movie. Like it started out kind of like an action movie. And then the next thing you know, it's kind of like Raiders of the Lost Ark or The Mummy, where it's like the flirtatious guy and girl on a quest. It it was very much like the mummy where they were just like trying to cram too much oh my god into, into yeah. one story for it to and, and the thing is like it, all these things happen and you're like going all these different places and there's all these characters but it's like they don't take time to develop any, any of, of the them. characters like exactly none of the characters have any kind of arc or growth in the story at all right like, like i really thought mira the okay first of all can i just say that they gave her Ariel the mermaid colored red hair. Well, I mean, it was the now she is a well, redhead they, in the comics, but it was the most outrageously well, red like, red it looks hair. Like she went to Hot Topic to get her hair colored. But I mean, it looks like they were trying to make her look like a live action Ariel. And I'm like, really, because she had a more realistic red hair color in both animated versions. It kind of, I mean, it kind of <laughs> was like just an animated movie because, like, I remember yeah. in the beginning. When when you finally see his dad is like the uh, the age he is it, oh yeah a- after the beginning because they show him in the beginning with uh, the special effects like, so he's he looks like de aged yeah and I was just like why does this guy look so weird he does. and then he when looks... I finally see him older I was like oh that's why he looks so weird yeah because they, they were they were doing all this digital yeah uh, which Mo- Captain Marvel did a way better job yeah oh that. yeah Captain Marvel did a good job on that but. Yeah, and I didn't really feel like Mara had any any kind of character to her. She was just kind of like a non-character. And then there's all this, oh, the king, the king, we have to have the king. But, I mean, she seemed like somebody who was fully qualified to be the ruler of the underwater, underwater kingdom, given that she lived there her whole life and interacted in the political scene, unlike Aquaman. So, it's, but it was just kind of like, oh no, she's just the she's just the tacked-on female. I'm waiting for somebody to do like a two-hour deconstruction of this movie where they just go through all the nonsense that that just happens. Like, for instance, 
when they when they first get to the city or whatever and they uh-huh. go to this like treasure yeah treasure boat or whatever and uh-huh. and they're like discussing their plan and they go in and they go oh this pocket of air is useful because only the only the high council or whatever can breathe air and yeah. water yeah and then like two minutes later like all these dudes in these suits just come in anyway so it's like <laughs> what was it? Did you just yeah. say that to let us know that there's a difference? Oh, it's just difference? exposition. It's yeah. just so like later they can have a gag where one of the guys has to stick his head in a toilet to breathe. Yeah. Like, it, I know. Such nonsense. And then later, like, he's like, oh, we're going to hide in a whale's mouth like Pinocchio. Yeah. And then later they're they're magically in Italy after like five seconds later being in a desert with yeah. no way of getting out of this desert that they just That's drove true. into and yeah. jumped out of a plane. Into. Right. And they give this little kid like this gold coin to throw into a, a fountain into a fountain. And then she makes all these like little like effects with the water because she can control water or whatever. Mara can. Yeah. yeah Mara. So. The kid throws the gold coins and makes a wish. All these little dancing dolphins or whatever in the water she makes. And then the kid comes over and hands her the Pinocchio children's book. Right. I know. So it was they just... can do a callback to, to his comment about Pinocchio earlier. It's like, oh my why God. did this kid have this book and why did he give it to her? Why right. Like, it was just seriously like, Oh, lame. thanks for the light show and the yeah. gold coin that I threw away immediately. Here's a book of Pinocchio. Yeah. Like, and wh- I know. I know. It was ridiculous. And like, okay, I totally forgot, but we have to talk about this. So at the very beginning of the movie, the first action sequence, when you first see <laughs> Jason Momoa, well, and let me say it, as Aquaman, when he gets onto the sub, oh my God, it was like, can you smell what the rock is cooking? Were- because they totally made it like a WWE. I mean, it was like yeah. the bad sound effects, literally like the bad screen, sh- but like, overdone screenshot overdone sound effect overdone ha 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 funny line I, I like kinda, oh I my like god that, but it, it was it too was, cheesy like was, they weren't doing it to be silly that was the problem well it very much was kind of like wwe the whole yeah. movie kind of felt like a. so WWE here's the thing story. if they had done it like the brave and the bold and they had made it ridiculous on purpose i would have loved it i would have thought that is like the greatest thing ever but the problem i think was they were trying to take themselves seriously they wanted you to really think Aquaman was this badass and oh he's got his own theme music and all this and they weren't doing it to be funny they were trying to do it to be serious and it just failed horribly it just I don't understand how this guy is Aquaman because like I get Aquaman is powerful and strong Mm -hmm. or whatever but like He's like at the beginning of the movie, he's like unstoppable. Oh yeah, and he's like Superman. He's like Superman. Stuff's bouncing off him. And and the thing is, like Aquaman he, never was you know, like that. Other iterations think. of Aquaman, he's like he's like a strong leader. But yeah. like in this, he's just kind of like a doofus that just makes yeah. cracks goofy jokes all the time. And like yeah. and at the end, he's like, "Oh, well, you're king now." He's like, "Oh yeah, let's do this." It's like. Yeah. What? It's like, well, you have no training to lead anyone. In Brave and the Bold, he's like this overconfident, like king and it works you because know, it's ridiculous it, like it, i loved brave and the bold because if you don't know it's this batman animated series which actually i haven't watched and so we're gonna have to start watching that and we'll talk about it's it really good but it's like batman teams up with a different superhero in every episode yeah. apparently so what i loved about it is that brave and the bold is a comedy okay and and it's a comedy in that they exaggerate each 
of the hero's personality traits, but they exaggerate it in a way that it's like really embodying who they are. So yeah. Aquaman is extra ridiculous and Orn is extra evil and slimy and it it just it works so well yeah and orn in this movie is just kind of like eh, he's like a non-character yeah he's just kind of meh there's a lot of non-characters yeah. in this yeah. movie it's just kind of like uh he's and it's just like a lot of like stuff done for plot convenience like yes. this happens because we need it to happen uh -huh. not because we put any thought into like exactly. how we're going to connect all these things together yeah it was like it was like it was like a well done michael bay movie because, Which isn't saying a lot. I mean, it was written like a Michael Bay movie yeah. where it's like, okay, now we got to go do this. Now we got to go do this. And nobody, like, nobody learns anything. Nothing changes. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't, exactly. It wasn't like, it wasn't even like we're invested in the yeah. under, un, underwater I kingdom mean, of Atlantis, which was, I think is one of the huge failings is that we didn't even really spend much time in Atlantis and we didn't learn anything about Atlantis uh, and the interdealings of Atlantis except that Orn is a jerk. Yeah. That's and, like, you know, it's like almost this is one of those movies too, where like you can pretty much figure out the whole movie from watching the trailer. Like, yeah, it, it's funny too because I was real interested in uh, Black Manta, and I thought they were gonna do more with him. Yeah, but literally, it's like he shows like he's in the beginning scene, mm -hmm. and then his father dies, and all that happens, and then they give him the armor to go kill Aquaman or whatever, and then there's like. Like like a two minute montage of him like making his armor or whatever, yeah. and then that, and then he fights Aquaman and loses again. That's it. And then there's yeah. like a brief thing at the end with him. Yeah, it's and like, it's like, like yeah. that entire sequence like was pretty much in the trailers for the movie or like the preview stuff that I saw, mm -hmm. and there was like nothing more to it. And I was like, how is this movie twenty minutes longer than Captain Marvel, and you still don't even cover this stuff? Like I know. I know. Now, Black Manta, he was in uh, the Brave and the Bold episode, right? Yeah, he yeah, was. he was in the Brave and the Bold. So, if you really want to see a good story with Black Manta, watch Batman: Brave and the Bold, and which is, by the way, on the DC app. So you can and watch it was all only these twenty DC minutes. Shows so. the, yeah, it was uh, twenty minutes, and it was a more cohesive, well-written, better-developed piece of work than they, the entire Aquaman movie. I think they could have cut this movie down to like an hour and a half. And I think it would oh, have been, less. Would have been fantastic. <laughs> I know. Now, okay, great. so the other one I made Matt watch, was, which was my favorite, was the Justice League episode with Aquaman. And this is like the classic Justice which League. Which was oddly the most serious of all. Oh, all my God. This, was, this is why I made him watch it, because Brave and the Bold was silly. Justice League is hard core yeah. in justice league aquaman cuts his own hand off to save his child like that yeah. is some serious and i'm trying not to curse a, just just attach a hook to it Yeah, he just attaches like a fish hook to it like yeah. it's like oh my god that is some serious heart oh and then at the end of the justice league so spoilers pause this and watch it if you haven't seen it yet well we've already spoiled it but so anyway Remind, wipe your mind, spoilers. But so at the end, he totally lets his brother Orn die. Oh, yeah. And it's like a it's really a vicious <laughs> move, too. He's, he's just like, like vicious about like, it. Eh, all right. He's going to die. Yeah. He's like, nope, not going to help you. No forgiveness here. It's funny, no like, mercy here. They pretty much like lifted elements of this for the movie. Yeah. For like, both episodes, pay, actually. In, in, in the episode, they just pay off, uh, they pay off Deadshot. Right. To try and kill the king. In Justice League episode, yeah. Yeah. So it's like. Yeah, so it's kind of like 
the Black Mantis thing. And then in Brave and the Bold, they actually had Black Mantis and they have the whole storyline with, with kind of all that going and with Orin trying to steal the crown and Yeah. I mean it's yeah. just eh, it's it was weak. The I, movie I, was weak. Let's be clear. The yeah, movie the, was weak. The, the animated the stuff movie. was great. Oh, yeah. The, well, we know the animated stuff is great. Yeah. DC makes fantastic animated everything. <laughs> I know. And yet, great. and yet they DC. cannot make live action movies. <laughs> I mean, I feel like they're getting there. This was better than like Justice League. It wasn't like Justice League level of... of yeah, I will like, say when the Aquaman movie came out, what I was mostly hearing was that, oh, it's better than we expected. Which is not saying a lot, but it is saying something. <laughs> and and it was enjoyable. Like, it just felt longer. I don't know. Like, halfway through, though, I was ready for it to be done. And it still had, like, another hour and a half left. Yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah. I, I mean, I was really into it for the first half of it. Like, I liked the beginning, the but... half just kind of yeah, dragged. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, they could have shortened it up and made a much, much more concise, better movie out of it. Oh, Totally. Or if they had spent a little bit more time with the with the writing and just like clean. If it they up had done more bit. character development and like more character interactions and or stuff. Any character development. Yeah. Any. Outside of like I disappeared for twenty years. Oh, now I'm back. Yeah. It's like eh. Yeah. Eh. <laughs> so So you want yeah. to talk about the Joker trailer? Yeah, so this just came out a couple days ago. They released a trailer for the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie movie mm -hmm. and it looks interesting i will and agree i will I, say they did something with it i was not expecting and that they're really delving into the joker's origins way before he became that joker so I, that looks disturbing but also interesting it does look interesting it, they're kind of taking this tack i guess he's like he he has some sort of mental illness that he's trying to get treatment for and it just well, I don't know. I didn't necessarily pick up on that. Well, yeah, they. Well, I, I saw. So I watched the trailer a couple of times, but uh, because it one of the in one of the scenes, you you couldn't see it because it was going by so fast. Uh -huh. But he's writing in his book, and he's writing like stand up jokes. Uh -huh. And one, and I went back and paused it to read what he had written. Uh -huh. And one of his stand up jokes is like, uh, like one of the downsides of having a mental illness is is trying to behave like you don't have one okay or something like that but and I then mean, they show him going to arkham asylum too yeah so i mean maybe maybe that's where they're going with that yeah but i don't know i mean it looks interesting it looks very it looks like it's probably gonna be very disturbing though yeah a lot of people are complaining like oh you shouldn't make joker a likable character and i'm like eh, i mean i don't really think he needs an origin story at all but I, mean, I don't necessarily, it, so. yeah, I don't necessarily mind it only because we have had so many other Joker movies, you know? So if they're going to do another one, I like that it, at least well, it's they, a different take that we haven't seen before. They haven't done just a Joker movie. They did, they like did that. Well, terrible... I know, but he's like starring in all the other ones. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, he he's, he's. He's the star of any Batman movie. Exactly. Movie. Exactly. But uh, so that's what I'm saying. I like that they're doing something yeah, I, different I like, with it, at least. I, I don't like know if I'm going to like it, but I, I like his look. He, he's yeah. got a very like uh, uh, Romero. What was the name of the guy from the 60s show? Oh, Cesar yeah, Romero. Cesar Romero. Kinda, <laughs> yeah. Kind of vibe going on. Yeah. To him. I really do like that. Yeah. Um, 
and Joaquin Phoenix is a really good actor too. Like he, he is. He he played Johnny Cash, you know. Yeah, he was he was also in the movie Her. He was in a lot. He's in a lot of good stuff. He's good. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's not in like bad movies. So yeah, I'm curious. I'm I'm curious. I hope it's not too disturbing for me to watch because I don't like to watch really disturbing stuff. And I know from like comics and fan fiction, like a lot of his alluded to backstory is supposed to be very abusive and dark and disturbing. So I don't know how much I might have to read some spoiler reviews before it comes yeah. out to see if I'm going to tolerate it or yeah. not, but yeah. or maybe I'll go see it and let you know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I am interested in it though. It looks, it looks very interesting at least. So yeah, I hope it's good. I'm, I, I know DC needs to turn it around. I mean, I, the Wonder Woman movie was good, but aside from that, I don't even know if Wonder Woman two is going to be any good. To be honest with you, I think they need to just drop the whole connected universe thing and just make movies like like the, I think the Joker movie looks good. I th I'm mm -hmm. glad that they're not they don't seem to be trying to connect it to anything. Yeah, else exactly. Because like that's just a constraint that you're putting on it, and it's just yeah. not working. Like this this the DCU is kind of a <laughs> failure. So <laughs> seriously, if you try and like. Oh, that is the truth. Doing that and mm -hmm. trying to copy Marvel, you're just gonna keep exactly failing. just kind of do do whatever you want, you know. Yeah. DCU's alternate stories is an alternate universe has always been one of their strongest points, even yeah. in their comic books. You yeah. Know? Like a lot of the Elseworld series were real, real popular. Yeah. And, and they were often not connected to exactly any of the existing lore out there. So. Exactly. Like DC doesn't seem like it's ever had a problem just spinning off new universes at the drop of a hat. Yeah. So, yeah. So I had uh, in related news, James Gunn has been re-signed for Guardians. Yay! And he's already and he's also doing the reboot of Suicide Squad. Oh, he is. Oh, yeah. I didn't so know that. They, got, they did get him for that. And he's going to finish that. And uh -huh. then he's going to go back and do Guardians, Guardians 3. Good. Movie, which I'm really Good. glad. Me because too. I, I don't think they ever should have took him off in the first place. No. Because if we're going to go through everything everyone said in the past 10 years, like we're going to find stuff that's probably yeah. not good. It's just like, I don't know. It just felt like a, like a, well, like people just going on a witch hunt. It, it did. It did looking for anything. And I think too, part of the problem is like, it doesn't, it's like that kind of witch hunt Salem attitude. It's like it doesn't allow for anybody's growth as a human being. Yeah. And all of his co-stars said what a fabulous person he was to work with, how much they liked him as a human being, how much he'd grown as a human being. His brother said how much he'd grown, I think. And so it's like when you have every single one of his co-stars backing him, I mean, usually when you find something that somebody said – and it's negative like that, there's a whole slew of people around them going, yep, that's yeah. about right. You know, and in this case, every single person was saying this isn't right. This isn't yeah. fair. And it's like, I mean, everybody goes through bad parts like the er, like nobody's hands are clean, you know? Yeah. It's like, like where is there, our compassion? Is there a, is, you know, if everybody has, has had bad opinions or bad thoughts or you know has done something I can't that, even they, remember that what, they regret what were the original tweets they about were, that people they, got upset about they, i can't even remember just, at this point yeah he was just making bad jokes mm -hmm. about like sensitive topics yeah you know and it and it was nothing that he was doing any of these things he was just trying to be edgy by yeah by tweeting you know it's, it's i mean 
it's whatever. I don't really care. Yeah, I, mean, I don't I don't is, wanna go into it, honestly. It's yeah. not like it's stuff that he believes yeah. now. Yeah, I, and that's I, the thing. Like if he has truly grown as a human being, why does he have to be like why should he be punished for who he was twenty years ago or ten years ago or fifteen years ago? I mean, it is kind of unfortunate in some ways that the internet remembers everything now. Yeah. It's like the world has and become I mean, such a different when you compare, place. Like, you know, they kept letting Brian Singer make movies. Oh my he God. Crimes, so. He, he, Oh my God. Yes. Don't even get me started on yeah, that. I don't, I didn't want to, but like, that's the kind of thing that really like, makes Oh, the, makes seriously. What because doing Brian Singer was accused angry. of sexual assault by multiple people of sexual assault of children yeah. by multiple credible sources. And he not only went, after his victims he actually effing sued his victims and it was like he did everything possible to destroy their lives and he kept getting hired to make movie after movie after movie and he only recently got booted from bohemian rhapsody people are like oh he has these accusations against him well he's had those accusations for like eight years yeah like you know and so that Again, that's somebody who's an actual criminal who's allegedly, but I believe he is. And um, that's somebody who hasn't changed. He's non-repentant. He's attacked his victims. Yeah, well, hopefully, I mean... And here you have James Gunn who, like you said, made some... Well... Shoddy humor, probably, because we're not really And the company that employed Brian Singer is now... Yeah. Gone. Well, that's good. They've been absorbed by Disney now. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Disney will be in charge But I think that's such an excellent point because... I mean, that's exactly what's happened is that all these other people have, yeah, been given a pass and you have someone who actually is a decent human yeah. being, it seems. It's like, yeah, you do have people out there that like... That are evil, that have, yeah. have been gotten by for too long. Absolutely. And, but now... But that doesn't like, mean now, you should. Now we put everyone under a microscope for every... Exactly. And that doesn't mean we, you should punish a decent helpful. person. Like if... Yeah. It, yeah. So anyway, I'm really happy about that. Yeah. And uh, it's... I I because I was worried like I was like oh, Guardians three is not going to be good if James Gunn's not involved because no and he I really just, he got everybody on board to make that movie like, yeah well and I mean just the fact that every single one of his stars stood up for him oh, says yeah. so um, much what's his name the guy who plays Drax uh, I forget his name oh Bautista was like yeah. I'm not coming back if yeah if you don't bring him back so yeah that that was that was cool of him to stick yeah up for seriously. Also, we got a we got a message from a listener. Did we? I was looking at, well from uh, on Instagram, right? Oh, you're talking about that one. Yeah, we did. Let me find it and try to, to give a shout up, out. I don't they know if you said they listened to all of our. Yeah, it was very nice. They podcast. said they're very nice. They message. said they're really um, they've been listening to our podcasts um, every day or something like that so anyway thank you for that i don't know if it still has your message saved i'm not quite finding yeah, it on i'm not my sure app. how to use this i you know, I, know i must be getting old because i'm like i don't know how to use this instagram i know well i, I think it's also it's like one of those apps that was designed to be used on a phone so like if you're trying to use it through yeah the web, don't it's don't like try to use nightmare. it on the computer that's just not going to work but yeah. yeah i don't know if it's actually saved Oh, oh yeah. So their handle is Imagine the Mischief. M I S C H E I F. 
Yeah, but C-H-E-I-F, if well, you want to look well, them up. Thank you for but your they kind have, message. Yes, we love you. And they sent me the most adorable photos of their ratties. Oh, my God. These yeah. are their rats. I'm I'm sorry, listeners, that you can't see them, but I'm showing Matt the rats oh, yeah, right I now. Saw, I saw them on my phone earlier. <laughs> Aren't they so cute? They're, They're very cute. Yes. So mm-hmm. thank you. Messages like that make us feel bad that we've been such slackers <laughs> about well, not I mean, putting out our podcast. It also makes me feel good because that's yeah. kind of the reason I started the podcast because there was no resources like an audio podcast that exactly. you can listen to to get tips and mm-hmm. like, you know, just learn more about having taking care of pets. Because yeah. there's a lot of stuff that I didn't know when I started 10, 15 years yeah. ago. And, yeah. I, you know, and we're I wish still I had learning more. Like we are still learning more like as we've owned rats and especially through fostering too. We have so many rats come in and out. I've learned more since I've been fostering Mm -hmm. than I ever did before and just on my own. It's just like, because we see so many, we see so many different cases and it's like you can see how predominant things are with Mm -hmm. certain rats and you know, it's, it's, it's been, it's been a really cool experience and I, I love doing it. Mm-hmm. So Me too. I, I Me too. We continue to do it for a long time. Yes. And maybe we'll actually adopt some of our rats out. <laughs> we've, we've ended up adopting almost all of the fosters we've had in the last six months to a year, yeah. like adopting them ourselves. Yeah. Well, we've had a lot <laughs> past. Too, we so. have. And you know, partly why we adopted the four boys, Matt really wanted to, and I was kind of iffy, but then we had lost Basil so suddenly a couple months ago. No, just like last month, I think we lost Basil. And then Winnie's got this tumor, which at some point, you know, we're going to lose her. And uh, we had Pumpkin and Squeakers, and then they both passed so suddenly. And I was like, you know, Chip's older. Lando and Han will be all by themselves. And Lando's so feisty. I don't know if we could incorporate him into the other big pack that we have. So it's probably good to get some little babies. And, And, you know, one thing I was thinking, too, and I think we talked about the other week, was that... You know, we kind of got in the unfortunate situation of having like a pack that was all the same age. And so we just have been losing rat after rat after rat this year. And I think if you stagger the ages of your pack, it's a little easier on you emotionally because you're not necessarily going to be losing like your entire pack in a year. You know, it's like at least you can space out the sadness a little bit if you have multi ages of the rats. So, yeah. So I think that's about it for this episode. Yep. Oh, if you haven't, you might want to get your tickets for Endgame now. I know they put them on sale, and I was looking at oh, like okay. for the Sunday of the weekend it comes out, and like there weren't even many seats left in the in the yeah, one I was so looking at. So pre-buy your you Avengers your Endgame tickets now tickets. if you want to try and see it the weekend yes. it comes out. Yes, guard your eyes from spoilers. We might if wait you don't till Monday and then maybe do an episode yeah. on Tuesday or something. Yeah, we'll try, and we might we might actually try to do a couple episodes this month because I want to start being more regular. And Shazam is coming out, and then Avengers. Oh yeah, so. we do have Shazam. We still haven't finished either. watching Punisher either because it's yeah. like so mind-numbingly boring. Well, that we're getting <laughs> into we're getting into the summer summer blockbuster period. That's so we true. May try and yeah, we'll try to up episodes. it. I mean, we can make up for all the episodes that we didn't do this winter <laughs> that we should have yeah. done. <laughs> we'll try to give our our loyal fans something to listen to yep. <laughs> more if frequently. If you like our podcast, uh, yes, and you you, wanna, can, you can always donate to one of our charities. Small our Angels, favorite charities. They're not the ones that we own. Charities. Yes, <laughs> Small Angels Rescue is a Frederick County, Maryland-based five hundred one c three nonprofit no kill 
all-volunteer organization dedicated to rescuing and rehoming gerbils, guinea pigs, hamsters, mice, and rats. Yes, and they're who we foster our rats. And then Extra Life unites thousands of players around the world in a 24-hour gaming marathon to support Children's Miracle Network Hospitals, which we're not doing a campaign for ourselves this year, but you can certainly sign up if you're a gamer and raise money yourself and raise your own teams. Well, I I'm, I'm think I'm going to be doing it this year. Okay, so maybe this in, uh, this year Matt will do it, but he didn't do one last back. year. Yeah, I feel bad that I didn't do it yeah. last year. Um, and also, if you need a rat bonding pouch, I sell them on Etsy. Our shop name is The Nerdy Rat, all one word. And they are fabulous and will make your ratties love you and you love them. So check that out if you need a rat bonding pouch. All right. And take care. We'll see you next time. Okay. Bye. bye.